I'm not into podcasts. I swear you'll never see anything like this ever again. What a hit! Back of the net. Hello, I am Killian, and I am with Connor and Nate as always because this is the Not a Pundit podcast. Hold your applause, lads. How are we doing? First and foremost, but is anybody else as embarrassed to be Irish today? I, I mean, I hope you just mean in 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 regard to the to the Ireland manager because the I mean we're slaying it at the Baftas, so we're we're, we're strong on that front. But uh, yeah, no, it's an absolute dumpster fire. Uh, I don't know about you, Nate, but it's 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 getting. Jesus, I wouldn't be surprised if one of us gets a gets a call from from the FAI by the end of the, by the end of tomorrow. It's getting to the point where like half of them need like that that organization needs to be wiped out. Like, like <laughs> seriously, like the incompetence is crazy. Well, it's just like everyone we're associated with. Like, okay, Carsley, we were aiming too high. I think we're all. No, we're aiming though. right. That's we're aiming right, right but we're just too cheap. We can't afford it. Yeah, like aiming too high for the resources that we have. Um, outside of that, like I mean, Neil Lennon, I don't know what went on there, but apparently he's been told he's not getting it. I don't know if you guys have background in that. I don't. I haven't heard anything. I'd say I did a spoke to him. And they're like, oh, yeah, oh. Then the Col- Coleman yesterday had been approached, and then today it's over, and it's like, pfft, I think Duffer for for those of. Those who are listening who haven't heard his interview, we might probably share it on socials after this for for context. But uh, he he just kind of basically said it's an embarrassment of, as as to the point that it's at. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a call pretty soon. Well, I think they're panicking now. I think that's exactly what's happening. That's why you're getting the one report one day and the next report the other day. Like they're they're in full panic mode now. But like, there's no there's no containing the message that was in. Like, we shouldn't yeah. even know who they're talking to. You know, yeah, well, but that's always going to happen. Like but, this is the world of football. But that is where I think actually the, F- the FAI aren't getting the credit, which is where does random uh, links come out of is from a a vacuum of knowledge. So like people don't know what's going on, so they wildly speculate. Like it's only after coming out apparently that they were speaking to Anthony Hudson, former New New Zealand manager, and like I would take that as a good indication that they're searching far and wide, and like. We've seen it with how many managerial appointments over the years where oh, everybody thinks it's going to be this guy and it's going to be that guy and it's going to be this guy and then suddenly it's completely somebody else. And it just turns out it was just a load of journalists or a load of insiders in inverted comments kind of going, oh, well, I heard this name being mentioned. That would make sense. Run with it. Like the fact that there hasn't been a real name other than Carsley, I think says that they're playing their cards more closely to their chests than is given credit but it also kind of looks like they've put all their eggs in the Carsley basket the egg head himself (laughs) and that's not working for them Um, so we are in a very very kind of like but there's also there's not people putting their hands up like there's no one like apart from when Gus Poyet did it which was weird when he did it but like Mm -hmm. no one's going like I want that job it's like it seems like Look, I get it. It's not an easy job. The whole having to move to Ireland thing, I think, isn't helping things at no, all. If you're, but the other thing about it is, if you were to put your name into the hat and like, I want that job, well, then the financial negotiation power. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, fair. Fair. True, yeah, yeah. But I also think I'm on the opposite side of what I think's happening. I think it's a it's a shit show behind the scenes. 
I think they're desperately panicking. Um, and I think the leaks are just the the head the head the head people at the FI, FAI going. Listen, we're going to give you some information here so you don't rinse us. Make us look too bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or it's all these other names coming out just to try and scare Kersley. Kind of going, listen. I don't, I, I don't think Kersley has any interest. I don't, I don't, you know. Well, no, apparently the only the only thing I've seen people agree on is that Kersley wants it. I think, but it was in. He wants I, his team with him. He yeah. wants it to be his way. So, but like, are they going like, oh, well, look, we can go and get Coleman. Do you know what? No, maybe we won't get Coleman. Well, we could go for Lennon. And a Carsley in the background kind of going, well, actually, do I, want, do I really want the job? Well, then do I have to make some concessions? To I, ju- I just don't see what's in it for Carsley. Like, I, I know, like, everyone, as like, Shay Given and all the exes or ex-pros are saying, like, yeah, like you said, he does want it. But I don't understand the why, apart from, from having played for Ireland and being an Irishman and, you know, that side of things. But it it's a gamble. Like, he's in a very good position He's turned down clubs in the UK before. I don't. I don't see the motivation to do it now. Like he can take that job in fifteen years if he wants it. Yeah, but he is also a gamble. Yeah, like that he, is true. He doesn't have the experience that in in the men's game, which I think is why. Like, he's other than Birmingham, which is where he was an assistant and a long term player. He's not linked with that many men's jobs. Like he's not actually in these discussions, apart from the Ireland gig. So like, I if it was in Ireland, would he even be in this discussion? If it was another nation, is what you're exactly. saying? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like, if Southgate goes, do you think he's going to be in the running for the job? It's going to be Eddie Howe. I, th- no, I think. You know. he, I think he could be. Like, I, I genuinely think he could be. Like, I think he'd be an astute one. But I, I, so, I, like, that's something that we've seen from the FA before. Is like they they like to, but specifically with Gareth Southgate, is they like to to position managers to then come in, but. It's like if you're him at home now, are you going like, okay, so if if Southgate leaves, whatever, and they don't appoint me, am I throwing away like one of the biggest opportunities I could have? You know what I mean? So it's like, but he, then if but then if he takes you now, if he takes that decision and does go to Ireland and it doesn't work out, where the hell do you go next? Can't you can't you'd have to go back to like. He'd struggle to get a midway championship team after, like, if he really, really does bad with Ireland. But, I mean, that's the gamble, isn't it? Like, but what, like, what happens if he doesn't get the England job? Where does he go then? You, like, yeah, he's a kind of in it. Yeah, he's in a weird position. But there's always been the kind of chat around him. So I know before he took on the twenty-one job, there was always like apparent. Was he? Was it at Birmingham or Coventry? I think it was Birmingham, where he was actually interim manager or caretaker manager. I think it was Birmingham. And maybe wrong on that. Apparently, he wasn't a fan of the job. Like, he wasn't a fan of being the main man. So, like, if he was to take Ireland and it doesn't work out, does he just go and be a very, very qualified coach? Because, like, this... Because managing an under-21s under team is very, very different to managing the men's team. There's a lot of different expectations and a lot of different ways. Well, you're, foster, you're fostering talent as, a, as opposed yeah, to... You're more, you're more of a head coach than yeah. you are a manager. Yeah. And you're not having to deal with the press in the same way and all that. And I think for Carsley, it would be a baptism on fire, but it also can't get any harder. So, like... It's it's going to be quite a forgiving position for him because he's going to go, well, yeah. no matter where he goes, he's going to be under this kind of scrutiny. But if he does with Ireland, at least it's still in t- international yeah. top flight top flight or whatever. Um, Like if he went to take the manager's job in Birmingham, 
and failed. Where different, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yes, yeah. Whereas, like, if you're if you fail at international football, well, then you can still go and become like a very, very qualified coach or assistant manager or anything like that. I, but that, I, I, I just on on that, I, I'm sorry to cut across you, Nate. I, I think for me though, it's like, is I don't think if Southgate leaves, I do think they'll go for Eddie Howe. If he wants it, he'll probably get it. Carsley would be in that discussion, but I think the only way Carsley will ever potentially get the England job if he goes from being 21's manager to potentially an assistant for the senior team, and then down the line, he needs to play a long game to get the manager's job. But I don't know. Like, you're telling me that Howe would want, or if, I'm just saying Howe because I think that's who it will be, but insert manager, they'll want their own ticket. They won't want him. So if he, yeah, sure. look know. at how he's always moved with Tyndall. That's but what like, I mean, you know. That's the but thing, that's... though. They sort of would want him, though, because he, like, specifically how international football works, he'd be the gateway into the first team, you know what I mean, for that new crop of player. But yeah. I think the interesting thing is he's in a position now where he either takes the punt and it either pays off or he could get caught out really badly. And I think the thing I'm thinking about is, like, it was interesting that you mentioned Achillian. Like he could go back in after the Ireland job to a very high level coaching job because mm. he's really good with youth, all that. Like he, like to be honest, he'd be good ahead of academy somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, just does he want that kind of role? But yeah, that he would be good at that. But that's what I mean. It's like I, I think the decision isn't as hard as it probably is. That is probably that we think it is because he can mm. fall back on things. Yeah, like I think fa- failing as the Ireland manager was not going to hurt your prospects of being a head of youth development or anything like that like i think for him it's a pretty win-win situation other than the fact that he wants his staff apparently and probably be located into ireland and all that so like just looking through the the odds here of who's yeah who's left on the list at this point well lee carty is still odds on okay um he is the fai's man and that's not to say that they don't pull the money out like they could have, like they could be negotiating a sponsorship deal on on the basis of him coming in, where a sponsor goes, "Listen, we'll we'll supplement," or the likes of Dennis O'Brien, or like it's been done before. So does I, that make the FAI look weak, though? If that's public knowledge, I well, this is what I mean. That's why they're probably playing the game that they are. It's all negotiations. That yeah. way, if it ever does come out, it's kind of like, oh well, we managed to solve it. Yeah, exactly. Um. So then the next two are out of the running: Neil Lennon and Chris Coleman. And um, then it's John O'Shea. I think it's too soon. Like if they wanted, he was he was in the building already. If they wanted him, they would have given it to him straight off the bat. Plus, he's he's only in a. Uh, he, did he leave Birmingham with Rooney? I don't know. But he so he he so he's in and around his own positions anyway. He's he's has has his own career. Um, Chris Hutton. I mean, I yeah, I don't like. Has he just left Ghana? Yeah, he got he, he, he got sacked. Yeah, he got sacked oh, he, off for that. Time yeah. off, to be honest, like. Um, Gus Poyet again ruled himself yeah. out pretty much. Um, Anthony Barry, which is an interesting one considering the Tuchel chat that Tuchel might be going and him being part of that coaching staff. Now I don't think it's going to happen, but it's a little like he might he might have the conversation now. Whereas only I'm way that happens is if they allow him manage club and country. You know, it, like in terms of he keeps his role at Bayern, even if or wherever Tuchel goes, if he goes with him, I don't I don't see him giving up everything for the Ireland job. Personally, mm. the, the next few aren't great now. Scott Brown. Oh, Jesus. Um, Bayern Munich linked Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, which oh. I think would be an astute 
I'd take Oli. I think would you? Like, even as a United fan? Him. Yeah, like, I think, like, tactically, he wasn't the greatest, and I think we all know that, like, 100%. Mm. But there was games where he was, like, he was very tactically aware. I think the thing with him is playing the playing defensive football, it's like, I, I, I don't know how he is in, in that aspect, because we, we didn't really get to see it. Um, Like, obviously, Cardiff didn't work out very well, did it? And that would have been more defensive style. But like put put Ollie's career into uh like context here. He did very, very good at Molda in both spells. He went yeah. to Cardiff, which were just after changing their home colours from yeah. blue to red and then back to blue because the owner on a whim. So that's a basket case club. He got handed um, out he got shafted at United then as well. Well, like, look who's failed at United as well. Yeah. So, and he and he actually did well. Yeah, so he, he, really he did well, well yeah. with the interim and then he did quite well in that season. And then the wheels came off. That's just how Man United has been for the past decade. Yeah. <laughs> like you can have a you can have a spell and then you just go bad. So like I think I think he gets very very hard done by, and there's a reason why clubs like Bayern, even if it's only a temporary role, are looking at him. It's like, a big gamble for him again. Like the new contract. That's, that's not, like it's all good. Rosie until the contract renewal comes out, and then there's downhill after that. <laughs> that's what we learned at United. Don't give him that contract. So what was what did Ferdinand say? Give give it to Ollie. Get blank paper. Yeah, but like I I think that that isn't pointed out enough how well he did in that first six to eight months. I I just. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I'd wonder how much he'd be, per, no. uh, you know. Like I don't think I don't. I think he'd be Carsley money, to be honest. But I think the difference with with him, I think he'd be Carsley money. But I think he'd have a smaller ticket. I think he'd be, be. I think he'd be more willing to have. He might have one or two staff of his own and put them into the, into the Irish setup, or Irish base setup. Whereas I think Carsley would want assistant goalkeeping coach yeah yeah yeah. Like, but i, I, I wonder i wonder if we do say we say art and get ollie cool i wouldn't I, I wouldn't be opposed to but at this point because of of who's left but we all know that he'd be doing this as a stepping stone so f- f- maybe five years down the line we're right back where we are now but i think that's a better like in, in reality like unless you're going for like neil lennon who's just there for the shits and gigs, like and the tracksuit. Exactly, like <laughs> everyone's like. I think we need to realize we're always going to be used as a stepping stone until like we actually move up that that ladder. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's better to be a stepping stone than it is to be a retirement home. I'd rather have somebody that has something. Yeah, to prove that's a very good point. To push themselves and want to do well rather than maybe having like a Steve Bruce that's kind of like, ah, oh, yeah, one last Steve paycheck. Bruce has plenty of fight in him, all right? Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> okay, a, a big Sam then. Yeah. Like where they go, so, oh yeah, one last paycheck. Thanks very much. I'll, I'll go in here. I'll coast for a few years and they'll be in the same position and I'll be a couple of million quid. I, I, what I've been reading, uh, I think you're completely right on that point, by the way. Dan, it's a, it's, it's a very good point to have in this whole discussion i just wonder i think at this point it's getting embarrassing for the fai just even put john o'shea in his interim and and buy time like i know we've got the friendlies in march but like it's what seven months till we play a competitive game or something like that we've got time like Mm. just gonna quickly rattle off these names now gary rowett wouldn't be a fan of that and stephen bradley Roy Keane, Robbie Keane, John Eustace, Brian Barry Murphy, Mark Kennedy, 
Damien Duff, who I don't think would take it. Steve Bruce, <laughs> Sam Allardyce, Dean Smith, who actually has a job in the US, so I don't know why he'd come back. Ralph Hassenhutl. Yes, please. Delicious. I'd be okay with that. I think it'd be too expensive, but I'd love that. I think I think Keane becomes more of an option every day to pass. I, I just have a feel I don't know what it is. I think the re like he even just hinting at the fact that he'd be open to the chat. I think as well, he'd always be open. He'd always be open to the chat. Brings yeah. him home, and but but I just think with 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 him in Israel at the moment, optically that's not good for the FAI. Which Keen? Robbie. No, I, I was talking about Roy. Oh, I'm saying Robbie. Oh, I I think Roy Keen becomes more option day by day, but just yeah. purely because they're gonna go down the list, and I think I don't think it'd be very hard to get a deal done with him if they wanted to. I think. As we've said countless times before, it would be he'd Box still have office. to be able to do his yeah. he'd no he'd still have to be able to do his media bits and all that, which I think for him personally would be very clever. Take him out of the limelight just a little bit because I think Sky are getting very dependent on putting his face into every um, stick to football thumbnail yeah. that they can. Um, so I think for his own brand, it'd be good. I think if you could get him to, to agree to be an interim or something like that, I think that would be very very good. You won't though. He and won't do interim. He, it's either no, you give it to he, him or he, he, or he expensive he, forward. Yeah, but I I do think, yeah, w- with Robbie Keane, I just don't think that's feasible or logical. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. He's actually doing well out in Israel. Yeah, like, and he, he he's going to go an alternative route, but prove himself in Europe. And European then come football. around somewhere else. And then he'll end up, yeah. yeah. Like, I could we, see him taking the Leeds job in a year and a half's time. That would work. Um, I do think Roy. He's t- one thing I don't know if you guys have noticed from the last I don't know month or f- six weeks of stick to football when he's on, he's itching to get back, and it's all he's he keeps talking about it needs to be the right place, it needs to be the right setup, and he like he was like contract's a contract, he was like that's not the biggest thing for him, but like what like he, I think he wants a job that he can be boots on the ground, but it's not. Club football, where he's yeah. getting rinsed every day, you know, six interviews a week. Like, I, I think it'd be the perfect if he wants management. This is the best situation for him because he's already been inside the the door, so he knows what to expect. Well, there is one other position for him. Um, I don't think he'd take it after recent comments, but his Sunderland, which is now available, um, as Mick Beal got the sack today as we were recording. Um, how do you? What he, do you feel about that? By the way. He is the shortest reigning manager in Sunderland history. It was, what, three months, two months? 64 days. He is at Liz Trust levels of... <laughs> of it's, it's a very bad look, isn't it? Like, it's not good. I, I like the fact that the ownership didn't wait. They said, right, this isn't working. Let's just fix this instead of limping on. I think he's a very, very good coach. Um, I think he's a terrible man management. Um, because at the weekend, as we lost to Birmingham, to the player that went on strike to get a move, Alex Pritchard, and to the manager that we just sacked, Tony Mowbray, um, Troy Hume, who was our right back from Northern Ireland, fantastic, only 21, 22, maybe 23, 22, I think. Very, very talented young player. And as he was coming off, Mick Beale blanked him. I saw, I only saw, I didn't see video of it. I saw pictures and it looked like he knew exactly yeah. what he was at. Yeah, he took a little step to the side as he saw the player coming and the player had his hand out and looked at him with his hand out and 
then went went away shaking his head. But in what um, world does he think that that benefits him? Like you're not you're not in the playground, like unless he knew that his days were he was already done. Ah, uh, at least have even then have a bit of decorum, like you know what I mean. Well, one of the things that's kind of very telling about uh, his so he's now gone. Um, Mike Dodds, who was the uh, caretaker manager before him. Um, who did very well in his three games, he's now been put into interim for the end of the season. And he's part of the Christian Speakman coaching structure. So he came with him from Birmingham, and the players love Dodds. Um, okay. He, he, he did himself a lot a lot of credit during his, during his time. But a lot of the players were liking the post, saying that Dodds... Because basically, they didn't announce that Beal was leaving. They announced oh. Dodds was being an interim, and that Beal was leaving. And um, Ian Hart, former Ireland international, and Jack Clark's agent liked yep. the post. The ownership liked the post. Um, Job Bellingham liked the post. Dennis Serkin liked the post. Yeah, I have um, an issue with this. Oh, uh, you hate I, this stuff. Yeah, no, but I, I the only thing about it is, I would say, is I think it's more to do with Dodds getting the position than it is for Beal leaving. Yeah, but possibly, either way, it's just so bad. Like, yeah, and I have a real issue with owners and boards appointed a manager for that little time like it doesn't really matter like if one thing sort of happens like number one you've appointed them you've obviously seen a vision or whatever or you clearly maybe didn't (laughs) but it's like you've appointed them let the man do his job you can't like you can't expect people to to like uproot in English football, though, man, like it's it's a ten game game now. Like that, it's literally you have ten so games. Well, you know. like, you don't can't expect all these like intricate. Oh, I agree uh, with systems you. Systems yeah. and this and that, and then like rip things up after like sixty days. Like I, I, I agree to the extent I don't like see managers changing too often. Like Sunderland has had, I think it's twenty two managers since two thousand and ten. That's farcical. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Um, even but, even think of the, the the cost to pay them all out, mm-hmm. yeah. and like some of them were pricey boys. But the thing about it apparently is that the players started to just not buy into him, not buy into his coaching methods, which is the thing that he's always been praised for, and they weren't buying in even to his training. So this that, goes like, back to the they... United scenario where it's it's literally like. It's more player power than anything. That's what I was going to say. Like it, it goes back to your thing about, got, about they social got media. Drop after a little bit and gone. I, we don't want to play for his manager. Blah blah blah. Like, and like I you, don't know if I, it is the player power though in this instance I, uh, because Mike Dodds, who was a coach, was made assistant manager. And what it seems to me as a fan looking in is that the players never bought into Beal, and because Dodds got the good position, it was kind of like okay, we'll humor him for you i think the players never i think that they're bought into the model and the, and the coach the coaches that were already there and then beal came in with a very good presentation and tried to implement something new and the players were like why are you fixed trying to fix something that was working really well and now it's not so what we're going to do is we're going to go back to doing what worked and ignore you so it's a real coup mentality though yeah. you know what i mean and I really don't like but the don't, fact that they were liking that post and stuff because they know what they're doing. That like. looks so immature. Like, and you said the ownership done it as well. Yeah, but 
again, like, I think this is more. I think this is more about about Dodds. I think this is more about Dodds being well liked. And don't forget, this that. is one of the things that but you know that both be your so clubs cool. are gonna. I think this is this is an element of both your clubs, and you will eventually have to get used to because you both your clubs are going down um, that track. And we'll get onto that next. Is this is a proper director of football ran a club now? It is not about the manager. It's about the model. Well, the game's changing towards that. Like as yeah. as seen with Newcastle and the whole saga with Ash. Ex- you know exactly, which we'll move on, move on to very soon. Um, but I think this is where if you don't have the right man at the helm, it actually doesn't matter, and they can be chopped in and chopped out. And what's happening at Sunderland is going to prove them. Well, you had the wrong personality there because it seems to be. And if you look at how Beale went back to Rangers, is Beale thinks his shit don't stink, like. It just seems that he has this complex about himself. And it's also quite telling that when he went to Sunderland, he brought no staff with him. No one. It, well, no. Sunderland his assistant manager was... 60 days ago. Like, you know what <laughs> no, I mean? like... no, 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 no. Well, no, nobody wanted him. <laughs> but the, the ownership but who they is. wanted was Will Still. Will Still was going to cost 5 million and they weren't willing to spend it. But like, so the backup, the man, like you still sacked your manager and then didn't have a can like. Well, it either shows the owners, the owners are clueless, which I don't think they are. But I, I think, look, if you manage or if you own a club for long enough, you're going to make a good few L's on managers, and I think they just, I think they, as you said, Nate probably did believe in them, and then I think very quickly realized, oh, we, we, we fucked this one up. I think I think Beale is part of that new breed of manager that has um what was it Gary O'Neill said you can have a very good presentation yeah but it doesn't make you a good coach I yeah. think he's of that that ilk I think he's a very very talented coach I think he thinks about football very well as proven to being Stephen Gerrard's crutch but I don't think he has what it takes and I don't think the the club particularly bought into him when you I, I have a, I have a his, big problem with those PowerPoint was, things though you know yeah. like I like you know. You, when you see Lampard on again stick to football, or you've you've heard Roy Keane talk about it, like to get a job these days, it isn't even good enough to have a good record. You need to have this vision, this like mm-hmm. we, we all know about Klopp's like fifty-page plan that he arrived with. It's like mm-hmm. uh, I understand you need to have uh, a backing to your ideas, but like part of being a football manager is people and intuition, and you can't put that on paper. Yeah, absolutely. You know. And I think, but I think this is where, like you said, the ownerships can make problems or uh, make mistakes. And I think the problem with that, what they've now learned from the likes of Abiel is just because they can talk the talk and tell you all these points that are going to fit into your model, they could just be talking the talk. They might not actually know what it takes to fit into the model. And the thing about Mowbray leaving, as was evidenced by like, Today he's he's taken ill and he won't be taking Birmingham for the next six to eight weeks or possibly even the end of the season if rumors are to be believed. And the club made a post wishing him a speedy recovery, and then the, like a post or two later was the man their manager being sacked. Yeah. So like it went from this really well liked manager to putting some lad in who they didn't even trust enough to give him his own assistant. He was an assigned an assistant who was the interim coach beforehand. So like I think he was always a stopgap it's just the stop was a whole lot shorter like he has he managed one less game for Sunderland than Paolo Di Canio did <laughs> That's meant, like uh, 60 days is crazy like 
But don't forget our position as well. We are on the cusp of playoffs. We can't actually. Well, I was about to say you're what, like eight, nine, ten, somewhere in there, aren't you? We're I think we're I think we're three points off of play- playoffs. Okay, right. And at the rate that we're going, every stat has gotten worse week on week. We are progressively becoming a worse team under Beal. Which I really hoped was gonna turn around because we had one or two decent performances. But it was one of the end ones. It was like when it was good, it was great. But when it was bad, it was abysmal. See, I, I'm a believer though of when you appoint a new manager, you need to take the pain to get the game sort of thing. Which I know, fair enough, if he, if he isn't worked out. But I think part of any new manager going in straight away is you can sort of expect stats to deteriorate in some in some frame. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you'd want to have some indication of something working. Like yeah, the only, only thing they like... own. 64. And only... <laughs> this is this only... is like saying like Kim Kardashian's marriage length here. Like, I mean, it's, it, you know, it's 60 days is mental or 64, whatever is, it's wild. And, but the only thing I agree with both of you boys, because like Nate, I agree, managers need to get time and 64 yeah. days is a joke. But I do think, like we said, it's moving more towards a director football role, which, or a world, which is statistically based. If the statistics are going down and not to go too money ball about it, but like if he's, gangrene you know yeah, you gotta chop cut limb. chop the limb you know and like this is where as i said i think both your clubs are gonna have to get used to this kind of thing because as we've seen from the battle of ashworth <laughs> the director of football <laughs> is going to man united I and won, newcastle <laughs> have to go scrambling to find one i don't know who we're gonna get but i i have to say i part of me is 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 uh excited as a football fan to see what he can do with man united like i think if there's anyone that can fix united it's it's probably him um i don't like again similar to the fai discussion how these things have been handled that he's just stuck on gardening leave and we'll figure out the financials like again why can't this stuff be done behind closed doors have a bit of class lads you know that's not directed at united but you know i mean i just mean football in general um, it has gotten messy, and I think just before we went, uh, we started recording. Um, a, an article came out saying that Newcastle now won twenty million. Yeah, I saw that, to, which uh, is steep. Like, like that's a bit crazy. You know what I mean? Like, but sure, but surely they've got we've got no negotiating power now that we've stuck them on gardening leave. Like, we're hardly just going to bring them back. Well, well you no. do have negotiation power in the fact that you don't need the money. Well, yeah, like you could just leave him on gardening leave to the end of his contract in twenty twenty six. That'd be so rough. Like, oh, it'd be horrendous. So, like, there's clearly been assurances made on United side that has gotten has yeah. gotten to like make that that push. You know what I mean? To like, I think I read this morning they like cut them off the computer systems and all. Like, <laughs> like they went proper. Like, okay, get out of building. Sal- salaries like him don't count towards FFP, do they? No, uh, um, it would as like operating costs. Would. Okay, the the fee to buy him would. Like, yeah, it'd be it'd be part of your profit and loss overall, rather than the transfer one. Oh, so that that's the one that yeah. you're allowed to properly like t- tax write off stuff, basically. Yeah, okay. Um, but just before we go on to the impact that this will have on United, um, I'm going to put a name out to you, Connor, for a potential replacement. Mm-hmm. As aren't he Man United don't need him now? It's Paul Mitchell. I don't know enough about him to be honest. Um, I. The, I think he's that Red Bull. Like, that's enough. And he was at Monaco. Like, well, like, I mean, see, the only thing is, like, 
I'm not trying to say that you know Newcastle are the most special club in the world by any means, but we're a different beast than most places at the moment because like we could either fall apart or yeah. dramas- drastically grow. It's going to go one way or the other. Like it could be Jesus. Do you remember that year where you got to the Champions League and you thought you were going to make it, and now we're back to being fifteenth? You know, like. I don't know what Newcastle is right now. I don't like, know. I don't know what Newcastle like, is either. I don't know right what now. their aspirations is. Like I don't know if they want to be the best club on the planet or if they if they're quite happy with with floating around top four in the Premier League. Right? I think it's that man. I I I I think even as long as we're in Europe, I think the ownership are happy. I, I think the director of football will will um it will show you where the club's heading. I think like yeah, what who they appoint now? Will they go and try and get one off another club? Will they go the more like open market now? Like you can have John Murta if you want. Like I'll, <laughs> I'll happily send him your way. Like, like there is there is another name that that could do, and I think he he gets forgotten in the UK, but he did a very very solid job for a long time. Is Michael Emiliano, and um, the former director of football for Chelsea. Yeah, he only left in like 2018, 2019, and then he went to Monaco. Was there for like two years, and then was replaced by Paul Mitchell. I mean, but like that could him. work. I mean, also in knows a... the English game knows how to deal with a, a, an oil rich uh, <laughs> owner who wants in instant success or relatively. Because I think where I I think where you might be kind of like giving Newcastle not enough credit to come from a Sunderland fan is that. I think they do have a plan, but they've looked yeah. at Man City. They've yeah. looked and said, yeah, if we bounce in around Europe for the next couple of years, that's fine. Because in seven, eight, eight, nine, ten years, we're going to be challenging for titles and we're going to be pushing for later. I think, I think you're right with that, stages. but I think that plan hinged on guys like Ashworth being there. Well, if the Saudis are serious, in my opinion, they'll go out and try and get Michael Edwards. I was, you took the like words out of my mouth. They'll, troll, they'll yeah. give him an offer that he cannot refuse to come yeah. in. Like that you, that's, he's the guy. That's he's the, the one. That's yeah. what I mean. It's like this next move from from Newcastle will show where they're they're headed. Like because if they go and get a top level operator and willing to pay the money, then you know where 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 they're planning to go. Like money isn't the issue for them. Do you know what I mean? If I, like if we get Edwards after having him turn down Liverpool, it's a massive statement for the ownership group. You know. Mm. And like I think one of the other things as well is it's so early in their tenure that like having a mistake or two isn't that big of a deal. Like losing a guy like Asworth is isn't that big of a deal when it's this early. Like it's so this like it's not like you are stuck in this system of we have to buy these certain players because we have the certain coaches and we do this. Like it's still all a bit malleable. So like you can pretty easily kind of. Even Change. even though if we got through the summer window and then it happened, because like with the need to sell players this summer, we're gonna need to be very astute on the replacements. Mm. But that's yeah. what I mean. Like your summer planning is now up in the air now because hundred percent. Dan Ashford's not there pulling the strings. So and and we're gonna have to watch United get the players that we probably would have gone for because realistically we have the same money, you know. Yeah. And another team that we have to keep an eye on in this kind of thing is Man City with their new purchase of Istanbul, but Bashak Shashir adding to the list of Hirona, Troyes, Palermo, Lommel, Bahia, New York City FC, Melbourne City, Yokohama, Montevideo, uh, Sishun, and Mumbai City. And 
who's to say they don't ever take over an Irish club? Firstly, like, I don't know what's more impressive, that list of clubs or your pronunciation of them. Well done, sir. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's just another club, isn't it? Like I don't know what really what to say. Like another club, yeah. It's 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 very. I I think it's I I find this stuff very very interesting considering there was that vote very recently about like multi club ownership and the fact they're under investigation and they're still doing this kind of stuff and the fact that like they could potentially face each other in Europe at some stage considering uh, Man United were facing against Bashakshi here what was it a year or two ago with their yeah, FIFA 16 team our corner in their half yeah we won't, we won't talk about <laughs> that but we had in our little group chat earlier the suggestion of should Man City's group buy an Irish team and if so what well, where should they go I put I put it to you fellas. Should it be Dublin, Cork, Galway, Waterford, Belfast? Bring them into the Irish League. Um, use. I think me and yeah, me, me and Nathan are, I think on the same page with with this one. Where City Group aren't. Uh, it would be great if they took a club like Kerry and built it up and whatever. That's cool, but, but they, it's not a city. But it, 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 you need the name. You need the city. You need you, <laughs> so you, the you, only cities in Ireland. Yeah, <laughs> but that, this is true. Even if we say Galway, then that we build them up, but like. They want they'll want success fast. They'll want mass exposure. They want the biggest fan base possible, and that's just Dublin, you know. I I but I don't think they actually would want success fast, and I don't think they would want. I don't think the the audience is particularly that important to them. When you look at the other clubs, I think for them it'd be a route for youth players. Well, that, like I I see Europe. it as getting the Seamus Coleman's, you know, like yeah, but it's not even that. Like by being in Europe, they could sign a year uh, like a sixteen year old in France that maybe not quite good enough for there but send them to ireland and get them used to playing in an english speaking country yeah and then see how they acclimatize there and then they can just divvy them out between their other teams i think that's where it'd be kind of cool but the other thing that we did chat about was they would realistically be technically bringing back dublin city fc and if so would they be bringing them back as a new team and starting from the beginning or would they be taking over a team in Dublin? And if so, who goes? Because I will be making this as a football manager save, and we will put it up on our on our socials for other people to download to have have the same fun. What are we saying, lads? Who's to go, or who's who's to be relegated for their place? Oh, those aren't going. Rovers aren't no. going. Can I just Pat say, I love that Kerry SC have a team now. Like, I just love it. Yeah, I'm, I am. Um, I, I, really... I, like, I think I'm a Kerry SC supporter. Like, <laughs> I, honestly, I, there's I rumors of a meet. There's rumors of meat coming. Uh, yeah, it doesn't hit the same as Kerry. <laughs> like, yeah. Could, I, until Kerry have Kerry Gold as sponsors, I'm not interested. I, I, I envision Clifford on the wing, you know what I mean? Like, I. Uh, you're right, bows and rovers. It, it it never happens. So, like, realistically, of who's left, who do you think? Like, that's the one I'm leaning towards as well. But they're Donegal. Yeah, but so, like, just, they just buy them with like with some straight like a bit of NFL relocation. You know what I mean? Like, well, in fairness, I think that's one thing that um, the FAI wouldn't actually allow to happen. But one thing they would allow to happen is like let them revive the club and then relegate. Finn Harps to whatever division it takes and let them take their spot so I think I don't think I'll be getting rid of Finn Harps maybe Treaty United who are they we'll get, we'll get rid of <laughs> that's them that's a pretty cool name like, you know, it's, well, like, it's a terrible name it's not good man 
mate, come on. Like, when we've got, like, being Cork City, like, do you know what I mean? Like, at least Treaty United's a bit, like, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit American, isn't it? Treaty United sounds like it could be a movie on the CW channel. Like it, you, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, Treaty United's a good. It's a good. Team. I do want. I do want you to run that FM save though and see where we go. I, I, I absolutely will. Um, they'll be have the same board as City. Um, who do we want to manage them? I'm thinking Richard Dunn, Man City legend, Irish. Put him straight in as manager. Oh, I mean, I, it makes sense. Can we do two? Can we do two runs at it, or do it, like is it? Can we do side by side runs? Who are you thinking? I'm thinking John O'Shea. Ah, there's no city connection. That's not fun. I know, but we can do Richard Dunn. We'll do Battle of the Defenders. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dare I say we've drafted up a kit that we could we could show the world? Yeah, Nate, Nate has a has a, has a kit and everything. Like th- this I'm is this is legit. That up on Google. Like, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> I thought like, you made that. Yeah, see, and it just popped up with Eddie on it. I was like, oh, so someone already thought better. This is like... actually out in the ether. We're we're gonna manifest this into reality. I might we're offend gonna... a few people here, but why don't we get rid of St. Pat's? Oh wow. Oh, I I'd agree. I I think there's too many. Like, clubs come on. Like, you know, St. Pat's. Like, Jesus. Yeah, you can't though. It's not your bow. It's not like St. Pat's. Pats are a big club, man. I think Robbie would eat you if if, if <laughs> you said that to him. <laughs> like Bohemians, like Shamrock Rovers, like Shelburne, my daddy's place. So I've got to, got to keep it, you know what I mean? But St. <laughs> Pats, goodbye, you know what I mean? That's my vote. Or they could just make a new team, let's be real. I think, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring back Dublin City FC an actual revival so they'll have the old records of that with Richard Dunn as manager. Kevin Hunt, uh, who I think was a former city, no, he was a Liverpool scout. Ah, uh, I'll get I'll get some decent kind of like scouty guy to be a director of football, um, and we'll see if the likes of uh, Ian Lawler or somebody like that wants to go back to their connection to City, um, and see how they can do and see if they can get to Europe and if they do how well they can do, um, gentlemen, we are coming very rapidly to the end. And I just do want to very quickly mention, um, there is a new position that I expect to see in the next football manager game, considering we're talking about it, which is refereeing analyst. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Pioneered by oh, Knott's Forest and Mark Clattenburg. Now you take us away. I'm going to have an opinion here that's going to... Do you know how I, I was coming with the opposite opinion? I'm coming with it again. I you you like a hot take, yeah. I, great. I, I love that great. point. Oh, lads, for fuck's sake. Hi, hi, hi. What, what, explain to me what's so bad about this, this position, and then I'll come back to you why I think it's a great point. I, I sound like an old codger, and I'm very aware of it, but it's just the most poor us, poor Nottingham Forest art, all the decisions going against us, aren't we awful? Oh, no. I, I, no. I think it's, it, it's an evolution of the scouting report. What, you're going to scout your opposition. You might as well know the guy who's going to control the game. Yeah, this is a position sense. that's used very intensely in other sports. Like this is a huge position in rugby. Is yeah, I, is, but it works in rugby. I I don't know. Why? I like, think it's I just. Think it, uh, I think it works more in football, considering how temperamental referees can be. I just. I sound like Gary Neville. I know I do, but like it's 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 yeah. just like. It just seems like two two weeks ago, Jack Piper, the former referee, joined the Springboks after retiring. I saw that, was, yeah. Do you know, like this is a, I think this is a valuable position, and I'm trying to think what referee would I like at United. 
Oh, you'd, White you'd be, team, get him in. Oh God, he'd be he'd be great, Craig. I think uh, who's your man Gallagher? Uh, Dermot Gallagher, you know the one. Uh, he oh, does. He, he's the talking head. head in Sky Sports. Yeah, oh yeah. It's like fella, that's a penalty. Like, stop trying to think of a way that to, to buy your refs out of it. I'm I'm telling you now. By this time next year, Clattenburg doesn't have that job there. Probably not. No, not not him. I think he's I think he's too ego fueled. But um, that does draw us to the end. And for the second week in a row, we've managed to avoid the Rasmus Hoyland love in. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Come on, Harry, give us ten more minutes here. Like, I need to talk about class twenty twenty four. Come on, man. No, no, we have no 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 time. Thank you, <laughs> thank you very much They're for coming. joining us. They're coming for you. Gentlemen, it's been an absolute and utter pleasure. We'll chat you again next week. Bye-bye. I'm not into podcasts. Back of the net.